This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. What's going on, guys? Hello, welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we try to cheer you up amongst all the doom and gloom from the news. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Nathan Caton, and as ever, I'm joined by the multi-talented co-host of mine, Rich Wolfenden. How's it going, mate? Yes, mate. All good. How's uh, how's things your end? It's hot. Yeah. Um, we are recording this in the middle of a heat wave. Well, I say heat wave, it's basically one day of sunshine in the UK that we get, and the country goes crazy, as we've seen in Bournemouth. <laughs> Bell ends. Um, <laughs> how, how are you finding the heat, mate? Yeah, mate, good. Um, I was just telling you before we started recording, there's a couple of my housemates' nurse friends here. So there's currently like a nurse pool party going on in my garden, which a lot of men would pay a lot of money to be a part of. Um, and that's kind of going on in my garden right now. So that is Richard's way of saying, hurry this the fuck up. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got I... bitter things to do. All right. <laughs> um, so we're going we're gonna to rush through this so Rich can get to his good news. Um, <laughs> so as ever, we are joined uh, by a, a very funny guest. This episode is no exception. A very funny comedian who I've had the pleasure of working with many times, uh, various places up too and down many, the country. Maybe too many times. Oh, oh mate, okay. I, maybe. I would have said not enough. No. No, mate, you're a great comedian. <laughs> I, was saying, I was saying from you. I said maybe for you too many times. No, 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 no. It, it's just never, it never gets tired of seeing your act when you're a very funny comedian. Uh, Susie Ruffle, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hi, Nath. I'm good, thanks, mate. Lovely. Thanks for having me on. Hi, guys. Yeah, cool, cool, man. Um, how, how are you doing in, in uh, this uh, lockdown heatwave environment? I mean, I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, it feels like the world's in a very strange place and everything's very weird. Mm. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm mm. okay uh, in myself. A bit concerned about the world, but other than that, <laughs> um, I'm okay. Have, have you done any, any online gigs, any of the online stand-ups? Yeah. I've done a little bit of the online gigs. It's basically like just doing some like Alan Bennett monologue where you're just trying. I just think of it as monologuing. It's so weird. It's not. It's it's kind of fun to do, and I get why people are watching it. And I've the ones that I've done, I've also watched and I've enjoyed them. But it's not stand up. Yeah. Well, I'm, how are you finding it? Whenever I've done it, I've never been standing up. I've always been sat down. So it, really, <laughs> yeah. it, it literally is not stand up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've I've done a few. Well, the last batch that I've done have been okay because the audience have been unmuted so you can hear them laughing the first ones I did I though uh, it was just no no audience nothing I was just talking to a camera and yeah I, yeah, I felt like a, just a really bad YouTuber yeah you feel like you're sort of going through a, an episode don't you? Where you're just sort of monologuing about things that's happened to you. It's yeah. very with, strange. With the ones where they like where you can hear them laughing, have you been heckled by anybody yet over Zoom? Yeah. Have you? Really? <laughs> have you? I got heckled last night. No way. Um, I was doing a bit about my girlfriend, and someone heckled in for a comment about my girlfriend. No, it wasn't a malicious spot. They just they piped in, and the thing is. The way I had my Zoom set up, um, I couldn't see who it was. It just felt like a voice of God just came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I mean, that's that's. I mean, we all know about obviously comedians struggling not with having any gigs, but the people who heckle, they must be struggling not to get their kicks out of heckling comedians. Surely. Do you know what? We haven't thought of them once, have we? <laughs> no, yeah. They've not been missed. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where, where are you in London, Susie? 
Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm South East. Where are you, Nathan? Are you in Brentford? Yeah. Oh, I support Brentford. That's every, everyone assumes okay. I live in Brentford. That's because I support because them. Because I feel like <laughs> if you didn't live there, why would you support them? Ow! <laughs> Whoa! Hey, listen, God. we did not invite oh, you, know you on this podcast for insults. I know nothing about football. I just knew that would get a rise out of you, so I'm, I've, got, I've, oh got, I've got nothing else to say. Can we end this Zoom call now, please? Mate! <laughs> The disrespect, early doors. Um, so, no, uh, I live about 15, 20 minutes away. I'm in West London. I live like, a few minutes okay. away from Brentford. Um, but I grew up in the area, hence why I support them. Okay. FYI. I don't know why I have to justify it. And it's cool. <laughs> I feel very just, sensitive. Just having a little joke. <laughs> just a little joke. Okay, kind of, okay, FYI, Brentford are fourth and possibly going for automatic promotion to the Premier League. Just... Just so I know. Just putting out there. Just saying. Uh, enough about that. Listen, Susie, uh, we're right you on uh, get to give us some good news, to talk about some things that put a smile on people's faces. So what good news do you have to share, Susie? Well, I was told I could bring sort of personal news yeah, of course. as well. So um, I taught my niece to ride a bike. Aww. Oh, cool. That's what I've done in lockdown. So uh, she's three and she's my, she's my partner's sort of biological niece, but I'm very much Auntie Sue's. Mm-hmm. And um, I, uh, we, we took, we, she'd been going out on this like balance bike for a while and then she'd gone up, which is just where you know, they push with their feet, but they yeah. get the balance of being on a bike. And I quite like cycling. Alice and I are both quite into cycling. We're not into it, but we've got bikes. We've, I've not got Lycra. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't clip in. I don't clip into a bicycle. I just, I just wear trainers. But um, we went uh, to see them, to sit in the garden like we're all doing, visiting our family and friends in gardens now mm-hmm. and uh she wanted to show me that she was riding a bike so we went out on a, on a walk and she was doing okay but she was very interested in what was going on the fact that the adults were having conversations she wanted to be involved in everything and so she she did she was okay but she didn't have a great ride and then about an hour and a half later i said right come on me and you ada i'm going to teach you how to ride a bike but i'm, I'm going to take you out by myself and we're going to do it and so i took her out and uh, she got ready and was just saying to her, like, you know, okay, so think about your arms, think about your arms, think about looking straight ahead, and you're not going to think about anything else, just going straight ahead and pedaling with your feet. And so we did it, and I was running alongside her, and then I let go of the handlebars, and then I let go of the back of her bike, and then I went, look, you're doing it by yourself. And she went, don't, don't, I've never done that. Because <laughs> uh, I assumed that someone had already done that with her, the old letting go of the back. They hadn't. So then she like wobbled and was all over the shop, but was then sort of, uh, sort of, she had a bit more confidence about the whole thing. Oh, okay. So after that, she, uh, we then went, we then practiced a little bit more and then we went home and we showed everyone. She cycled into the garden and everyone stood up and gave her a round of applause. Oh, that's so nice. How how long did it take then to, to... Like, like she'd been doing it like on with like her mum and dad and on without letting go for a couple of weeks I think but then it, we were out for about an hour and she managed it so oh, fair play. pretty smart fair play I mean yeah I think so I think I, I learned to ride my bike with like stabilizers so she just completely yeah. skipped the stabilizer stage she bypassed oh, stable, stabilizers wow. he's a pro <laughs> yeah. yeah I know now I'm like right get her in the Tour de France come on <laughs> um, okay can I ask what what was your Te- uh, learning your teaching techniques because okay I'll let you in on a little, little secret guys I haven't um, this is podcasting don't share secrets here well okay I'll, I'll put it out I don't mind putting it out I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, rode, I haven't uh, rode a bike for probably about two decades up until late eight, late last year <clears throat> I rode my brother's bike and I was awful like, really I think I 
So I think I've forgotten how to ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I, I was stumped. I was. I think my brother said that the tires were flat anyway. But despite that, I could, I could not get going. Oh my god! So you've you've done Whoa. the impossible. You've forgotten how to ride a bike. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Uh, I don't know. When you was, were saying. When you were saying to me, what was my technique of teaching her? Are you asking this so that I can come to near Brentford, not Brentford, yeah. to help you ride a bike? Basically, yeah. Okay, cool, good to know. <laughs> I uh, love the idea of me and you on some common somewhere and you holding on and me running behind you, <laughs> holding the back of a seat, keeping you level. You know, I mean, listen, BBC Channel 4, I'm up for if it. you ever need a sitcom, here it is, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mate, you need to do it. Get a bike. That could be your uh, your purchase whilst you're in lockdown. Learn how to ride a bike. Mate, I'm not going to be purchasing anything because I don't know when I'm next going to be getting some money back. <laughs> oh yeah, you need to keep you need to keep up with. Uh, you got so many uh, Ninja Turtle things to buy. You got no room for a bike. What if you could get a bike with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. See, see, that would tempt me now. That would <laughs> a, a, green, a green Ninja Turtle bike. Ooh. Hello. Hello, <laughs> mate. I've got some. I've got some uh, Ninja Turtles trainers to go with it, mate. I'm there. Um, okay, that, that's brilliant, man. Um, so, um, what what else do you have to share with us, Susie? Right, okay. Well, I th- uh, so do you follow? I'm getting my phone not because I'm like seeing what's going on in the world, I'm not being rude, but because I screen grabbed it there. Um, so, do you follow Tank's Good News on Instagram? No. There's someone else doing good news. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's this guy on Instagram, he basically just like shares good news from all over the world. Yeah. And like very often I scroll through and it's so heartwarming, I have a bit of a cry. Oh. And there'll always be links to stories all across the world and um, amazing things that people have done. And so I wanted to share uh, this, this story. So um, there's this guy called James Harrison and he is famous for being a blood donor. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's in his 80s and he's from Australia. And um, when he was, I think it was when he was 13, he had, to have, he had to have some blood for an operation or something, or he wasn't very well. He needed lots and lots of blood. He needed 13 litres of it. Oof. And so, yeah, that's a lot of blood. So he decided when he was 18, he was like, okay, as soon as I'm 18 and I'm allowed to, I'm going to donate some blood. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then when he went um, and they checked his blood, they realised that he's got, this rare type of blood that has lots of lots of plasma in it and is really 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 useful and it's quite rare anyway he started donating when he was 18 he's now made over a thousand donations because his kind of blood is particularly uh, good at treating rheus disease okay and so all of the blood donations that he's made through his lifetime has saved over 2.4 million babies. Wow. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Bloody oh hell. God. That's like the best story. He's be- better than Superman. Yeah, and so they call him the man with the golden arm because his, his blood has sure. saved so many people. Oh, sweet. James So Harrison. I thought that was such a great story, yeah. And now I've, I've literally this morning signed up to find out when I can donate blood. So I was like, come on, Suze. I don't know. I might have good blood going on in my body. I don't. I think, I think I'm just a, a very normal one. But <laughs> it still could be useful to someone. I mean, there's a lot of negativity in the world at the moment. There's mm. a lot of 
stressful stuff and I mean you can fall down a Twitter hole can't you where you're like oh my oh. god so many people are fucking ignorant mm-hmm. bastards yeah, yeah, yeah. so finding a little story like that about and then there was a picture of him just holding lots of babies and it just <laughs> it just gave my heart joy I just thought this is so lovely I love it so much oh my god that's so good like imagine how many cookies he got as well for giving blood he must have received quite I mean, a lot of cookies from the, the well at centers. least a thousand because he's done at least a thousand donations oh, he's, got good, so. he's got good blood but also diabetes <laughs> <laughs> good blood bad pancreas classic yeah. oh my god that's so good um to be called the man of the golden arm i mean i i'm gonna i know someone who had a, a golden arm when I was in school, but it wasn't because of giving blood. It was something else he was doing. Okay, um, well, uh, I listen, don't bring James Harrison's story down <laughs> your mucky, mucky tales. <laughs> the man with the golden arm, though, he does sound like he'd be like the bad guy in a bomb film. Yeah. yeah. Seriously does. And, like, the arm would be a gun. <laughs> oh, Pull yeah. his sleeve up, and he's just got a yeah. rifle, like, out of it and pops out. <laughs> I would love to see that. All right, cool, man. Thanks for that. Uh, so, your last story, Susie. My last story. So, uh, my partner Alice and I are thinking about maybe in a couple of years adopting. That's how we, we, we hope to have a family and that's how we're thinking about doing it. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I've started following lots and lots of adoption blogs and, list, and reading adoption stories and following different accounts on Instagram and Twitter that talk a lot about adoption. And, and seeing as it's... Um, it's actually today I saw this and I thought, well, you know, I'll share that on Nathan's podcast... So because of lockdown, obviously adoption in the UK has had to pause for a while. Lots of things have been carrying on, people have been being assessed still, but children haven't been allowed to move to their new homes mm. because of um, social distancing, because people have to stay in bubbles and all that sort of thing. And so a couple of couples that I follow on Instagram, today was the day that they got to go and meet their child. Oh, cool. And got to start doing the introductions. And so after this, so people that had like children matched with them way back in like February or even January, the, the, normally it would take a couple of months and then you'd meet them and then you, you do like a week of in, in, introductions and getting to know them. But that's all been put on hold for like three months. Mm. But today was the first day where people, so the day that we're recording it, maybe not the day that it goes out, but the day we're recording it was the first day that people could go and begin those introductions and that means that in a week they'll be able to take their children home so families are starting to begin now yeah yeah and i thought that's that is that gave me real joy this morning there was a couple of different couples that i follow that i've been following their story and Mm. they've been like sort of waiting to be matched with the child and then they've been matched with the child and then you do lots of things where you send them books about yourself and you send them maybe like a teddy bear or something that you've been sleeping with so they can get used to the, your smell and how your house smells. No and they've been like getting bedrooms ready and doing all stuff like that. And you can send videos. And if you've got like a dog or a cat, you might send a video of your dog or your cat and be like, that you're going to live with this dog. This dog's going to be your dog and all that sort of stuff. So they've been doing all this sort of stuff online and sending letters. <coughs> but today is the day when they actually go and say, you're, you're going to move in with us and you're going to, and we're going to be a family and um and yeah it just gave me i just thought god after all that waiting i really felt emotional this morning when i was reading about it because i've been reading the, them um it's two guys that i've been following uh, there's a couple of different couples but these ones specifically 
I've been like reading about like their journey with it all and the fact they've been waiting for so long and they thought that he'd be settled by now, they thought he'd be in his new school by now and so it's all just been held up and then mm. this morning they shared a post, a, a picture of them two in the car together saying we're going to meet our little boy. There is light just, at the end of the tunnel. And that, yeah, exactly and I thought that is some good news to share. That is, oh lovely man. I think if, if it was me it'd be very simple, but like okay, do you like football? Yes. Do you like chicken? <laughs> yes. Do you like Ninja Turtles? Yes. <laughs> Call me daddy. Come on home. <laughs> <laughs> what you've confirmed there is that you're a massive child. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what? It's weird. My, my girlfriend, she's very broody at the moment. She's like, oh, babe, I really want a kid. It's like, fucking got one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid just happens to pay the bills already. Relax. Be happy. Uh, are you wearing a basketball shirt? Yes, I am. Do you like basketball as well? Yeah, Toronto Raptors. Yeah. The champs. I love it. You just need like a little tiny kid that's also playing basketball. Yeah. And then, and then you can, and then, have you watched the Michael Jordan doc? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Then you can, of course. Yeah. Then, all, all, then all you need to do, you can, you watch that film, just give him all of the, all of the sports equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, um, then, you, you, then, you, then you have a kid now, you'll have, always have someone to play with. That's, yeah. I mean, that sounds perfect. Exactly. Really. That's the thing. But I think my girlfriend was, she'll feel so neglected because I was spending all the time just playing with the kids, playing sports and FIFA and stuff. And she's like, what about me? It's like, oh, well, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Susie can come around and teach your little kid how to ride a bike as well. And teach you how to ride a bike as oh, well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll teach you both how to ride yeah, a bike. Yeah. Teach me how to ride a bike first. No, teach me how to ride a bike, then I'll teach the kid. Like, it was my idea all along. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I need to relearn. I can't believe I forgot that shit. Um, but yeah, okay, cool, man. So, Rich, do, do, do you see yourself being a dad one day? But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to is uh, when my son or my daughter starts school and whether they want to join like the football team or like the gymnastic team or whatever. I like the idea of being the dad who's also the coach of the team. Who's oh, just okay. looking at them and putting them in positions and that sort of thing. Basically being like... So Jose wait, Mourinho. How experienced are you... I watch a lot of football. How experienced are you with gymnastics? <laughs> uh, I'm not worried about football. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's like, don't go offside and yeah. kick that ball. I love um, the idea that you're like, okay, I want a triple open somersault with a turnout. <laughs> then I want, then, yeah. then get on the bars and do like three of those big giant things. It, it wouldn't be that I'm com- excited for this for you. It wouldn't be that I'm complicated. It'd be like, all right, uh, 20 hops on your left leg, 20 hops on your right leg, and okay. climb the climbing frame. I'm not frame. sure we can call that gymnastics. I no, think no, you're maybe doing not, maybe a not. great disservice to, gymna- to gymnastics. <laughs> Probably out. Um, Susie, what, 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 what kind of mum would you be? I feel, I feel like you'd be the, the caring, the, I think you'd be the nice one. I mean, I think, I hope we'd both be the nice one. Um, well, you know, there's normally good uh, cop, bad cop. I, I, I think you're a good cop. Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I'm quite silly. I quite, with my niece and nephew, I'm, I'm the person that does sort of lots of stupid voices with the bedtime stories and <laughs> silly things like that and making the cuddly toys talk to each other. So <laughs> I think probably the silly one. Nice. Yeah, it's, listen, that's, that's the kid's favourite. I know I want to be, I want to be, a, <laughs> have you guys seen Bad Boys 2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think ages ago. There's, there's a scene there where uh, Martin Lawrence's daughter, she's like 15, she's gone on a date, and Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, they like pretend to be crazy, like gangbangers straight out of jail to scare the boy off. Uh, 
I cannot, I cannot wait for that moment. Oh, <laughs> mate. It's just scared of boy. What are you looking at, boy? Shit. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I will fuck you up, kid. <laughs> mate, I can't wait for that. Anyway, um, but no, that, that, that is lovely news and all, all the best uh, to you and your partner Susie for when when the time yeah, comes it's not happening just yet but when it does that's hopefully oh but you say it's not gonna happen yet but trust me mate if, if your partner is anything like my girlfriend on it <laughs> on it it's a biological clock I think as a woman the biological clock it just starts ticking and you're like tick 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 tick, tick, tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baby I mean, baby once my, baby, once baby, my baby, girlfriend baby. turned 30 it's like the switch like, gig now ah. um, <laughs> yeah like uh, her, her last birthday right um, so we had friends and family around bought the cake and you know you do her make a wish right normally when you make a wish when your birthday you, you make the wish in your head and then you blow out the candles <laughs> innit my girlfriend like yeah. just shouted out in front of everyone I want your babies oh my god <laughs> talk about hey, happy birthday here's yeah. a cake bloody hell but yeah no pressure Susie uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing that was some brilliant news um, so we've had the adoption which is now now uh, starting to take place again the balls rolling for yep, many, these going many families yep. uh, James Havison the man with the golden arm yep. right. uh, what was the first one I forgot oh the bike Look, it, te- was teaching, yeah. it was teaching my niece yeah. Ada to of ride of all the stories I shouldn't forget that one uh, because yeah. I'm going to come to you for help soon <laughs> yeah so listen I'll meet you on the common in about 20 minutes yeah <laughs> exactly. see you there okay great um, thank you very much Izzy um, if people want to find you where can they do so uh, I'm on all the usual, on all the regular socials. I'm on uh, at Susie Ruffle on Twitter, at Susie Ruffle Comedy on Instagram, and I mean I'm on Facebook, Susie Ruffle I think again. So find me on there uh, if you if you want to know more about me. Lovely, um, Rich. Uh, you can ride a bike, so the first story is, is fine. I'll, I'll pay notice to that one. Um, <laughs> but um, Radio X. Yeah, man. Uh, Radio X Friday and Saturday night. Uh, so next. Friday, um, we're doing another Radio X home show. Um, so we're going to play out a live Oasis gig when they played uh, Wembley Arena. So um, we've done them in the past with the Killers, Kasabian, Arctic and Monkeys, but this one should be the biggest. So yeah, on Friday, make sure you uh, listen to Radio X from seven o'clock. And um, yeah, Twitter at underscore Wolfenden if you want to see pictures of me in my pool <laughs> <laughs> with the nurses. A A. Enjoy that party when you get back tonight. But um, I'm on all the usuals uh, Instagram, Nathan.Caton, Twitter's at NathanCaton. This has been Give Me Some Good News. Once again, thank you to our, our guest, Susie Ruffle. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you next time, man. Laters. Thanks, Dave.